Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me And I just love your flashy ways I Guess that's why they're broken, you're so fake Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me And I just love your flashy ways I Guess that's why they're broken, you're so fake I put Jose NY onto DKNY uh -huh. Miami, D.C. prefer Versace mm -hmm. All Philly hoes know it's Moschino Every cutie with the booty boy the coochie yeah, yeah. Zero, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. I'm your host, Big Baby, aka the Soul of R&B, which I'm about to retire that nickname. I need a new one. <laughs> Why? I feel like I need a new one. I had the same nickname oh. for 100 episodes. Time for another nickname. All right, give me a minute. I'll, I'll figure out something. At the bottom of the pyramid, we have BK Matt. Yo, what's going on? I'm tired of shit. This is, this is, I can't do it. I don't know how Tavia does it, just multitasking shit. I can't do it. That's too much. It's way too much. Tavia is Stressful God. shit. <laughs> and to our top. No, she wasn't. And our top right, we have the queen. The goddess Queen Tay. What's up, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, a lot going on this week, guys. Everybody, I want, but um, how are you guys doing today? At least, I'm annoyed, exhausted. Well, we'll run through this real quick because I know you tired and 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 you at the bottom gotta do. Go to work. I got to go to work. Game. It was good. They won again. Slaughtering people? They're undefeated. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. What's the record? I know they're undefeated, but what's the record? 8-0. All right. All right. You need to interview your daughter. Put on Thank you. Yeah. Get her ready. Get her ready. <laughs> but, um... Again, that everybody knows this weekend is Biggie's birthday. He would have been 50 this week. Um, yeah. Um, so they were giving out these Metro cards at the train station, the Biggie Metro cards, right? Sir, sir. Yeah. Um, at Clinton and Washington, both the G train and the C line. Um, Atlantic, Ave Atlantic Avenue, Barclays, and um, Lafayette. So in that area. When I tell you, uh, my mother hit me up, hey, you go get me a Biggie Metro card. I'm like, cool, whatever. It shouldn't be too crazy. I rode around a few times. The lines are outside. I rode up to all of them. Rode around on my bike to all of those train stations. The lines were insane, bro. Um, the Barclays, it looked like a Brooklyn Nets game trying to get a, a damn Biggie Metro card. And it's not it's not a guarantee that you get it. Like the first 50,000 uh, 50, people. It's still too soon to mention the Brooklyn Nets. Still not kind of over it. You'd be all right. Aggravated. You aggravated. shall be all right. But I feel comfort in knowing that the Boston Celtics are really legit. Anyways. <laughs> Biggie would not have supported this Brooklyn Nets. Oh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it. He would not stop have it. supported this Brooklyn Nets team at all. Stop it. <laughs> 
you would I feel like if you didn't, I feel like if you didn't come from Brooklyn, you shouldn't have got that Metro card. That's facts. That's facts. People's birth certificates need to be seen. Yeah, if you wasn't born at Kings County, Methodist, Brookdale, Brooklyn Hospital, all of that, you should not. If you come from Ohio, Minnesota, <laughs> Cleveland, from, if you I'm come, from if you come from any of those other states in the Midwest, you should not have gotten a Metro car today. You should have went home. If you come from any state that's not or any borough that's not Brooklyn, you don't deserve it. You know what? Let me say something. I even I wouldn't even mind if you came from the other boroughs, or even if you came from Jer- Jersey, or if you came from Philly, if you came from Connecticut. But if you come from Cleveland, Ohio, Minnesota, Detroit—not even Detroit, because Detroit is rural—but like South Dakota, Iowa, Rhode Island, all these places, you should not have gotten a metro car today. How does Connecticut get a pass? If you only heard of Biggie Smalls because of Spotify, you should not have gotten a metro car today. Mm. But how does Connecticut get a pass? Connecticut right there. Not even. Not even. Not even. So if you if you don't come from the tri-state area, and that's include even Staten Island, no, because I, I only give Staten Island the pass because of Wu Tang. But um, I can see that. But nah. Yeah. If you come from Lincoln, Nebraska, if you, you should not have gotten a metro card today. Like you shouldn't even been in line. Shouldn't even thought about the line. No, no, no. If you call Biggie the notorious Big when you talk about him, you should not have gotten a Metro card today. If you still acknowledge Christopher Columbus, we only acknowledge one Christopher, so you definitely shouldn't have got a Metro card today. Do you know it was so crazy? I'll never forget. I had a friend in college who has like a hard on for Christopher Columbus. They do these like. Christopher Columbus parties and stuff like that. And then when my sister posted, the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace, he deleted us all from his Facebook. And I'm like, wait, you just, were you a racist? <laughs> Where did that? You switch into his computer. But yeah, that sounds pretty racist to me. Pretty yeah. racist. And on a racism scale on a one to 10, that's, that's, a, that's an 11 right there. Feels yeah. better now. Woo. That is an 11. Yo, but how y'all week been? How y'all week been? What's been going on with y'all? Everything and nothing at all. Oh, that's that's cool. like the story of my life. Pretty much. <laughs> Still out. I'm, 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 but it's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot you on light duty, even on your. <laughs> we don't need you typing nothing. <laughs> we don't even need you sitting up right now. You're supposed to be laying down. I can't lay down. I'm gonna lay on damn, my damn arm, and then it's gonna be over. <laughs> so, but how's that feel? How's that? Is that healing up? You good? With like, what's the timetable on that? Um, no timetable. I'm gonna see a specialist. Um, sometime next week. It's more of a nerve thing than it's not. It's a nerve thing. It's not a um a bone thing. So I want to get that checked out as soon as possible. Hold on, hold on. Before we keep going, though, yes. so I wasn't privy to be on, you know, the early parts of last week's episode, right? So mm-hmm. I heard the definition of Tay for a bum-ass, you know, dude. 
I need to know the definition of a bum ass woman. <laughs> that now I want to hear her definition on that. I'm intrigued. I did man. say so women she, as well. I, but no, but it gotta be different. It I am be different very pro I am very pro woman and there are no bum ass women to me. So it's only gonna be bum ass dudes, but it can't be no bum ass women. Yeah, because come on. Because let me say something. If if a woman's a bum ass woman, it's because a bum ass dude made her that way. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Some people right. just raise okay, that way. Okay, okay. If you if your stomach stick out more than your booty, and you don't have no kids, that is that that's. I don't even know how to receive that. Um, damn. Damn is right. Damn is right. I feel like we're walking a thin line here, right? Me and Dre can't really comment too much. This is why I asked you. Because if we say something, it's World War VIII. A a bum-ass woman is a woman who cannot function without a man or function without a partner in their life. Okay. I feel like if you are a woman that cannot stand on her own, you are a bum. I mean... Is there something else I can help with? Yeah, a bum-ass woman. <laughs> it's, it's so much easier to spot a bum-ass man than to spot a bum-ass woman. That's the problem. Like, with a bum-ass woman, you won't know she's really a bum until you really, like, when things go down. Like, if you're a real good dude and she is somebody who always makes it about her and very manipulative and very um conniving that is a bum like if you i feel like if you have a good partner a good boyfriend or anything of the sort and you, your counterpart is trash you're a bum ass woman what about them girls that be on the come up that just look for dudes just to get a come up is that like telling as far as a bum ass woman i'm just wondering because you know there's a lot of those out there not going you know not gonna point no names or nothing i'm just saying like instagram models or you know like them girls that be like, I play with myself to, you know, put it on OnlyFans to, you know, overcharge $30 and stuff, you know. Them type of girls. Is that a bum ass woman or is that just an opportunist? I'm wondering. What you think, Dre? You on mute, Derek. Um, I'm not. That's hard to say. I can't say somebody who does OnlyFans is a bum ass woman. No, those are girls that, that they're working women. I'm talking about like the girls that really just do it like they don't they don't strive for nothing right it's not a it's not a it's not a plan in place that they do this they just they do it because it's the wave one two because they just you know i'm talking about like women that literally prey on men that are successful like the come up girls like the girls that look for a come up to not do nothing just to be taken care of Mm. Like in your case, that would be that, that look for a buddy pass. Everybody look for buddy passes. If that's the case, everybody bum ass people. Then <laughs> it, it is what it is, homie. It is what it is. <laughs> but um, move move on from that. Okay, this is the thing, okay. right? We're bum bum ass women, right? Okay. I feel like if you're a woman and you have kids and you put a man over your kids, you a bum ass woman. That to I me is stupid ass woman. No, that's that to me is the epitome of a bum ass woman. A woman who 
would leave their kids without to take care of a man is a bum ass woman. That to me is, is what it is. Or somebody who's a pick me. Like they don't care about hook or by crook. You know what I'm saying? Like pick me, pick me. And they put down other woman as other women as a bum ass woman. A woman who'll be like, oh, I don't fuck with other females like that and uh, females of this and females of that, but then sit in that maternal role for men, you a bum-ass woman too. Like, oh, I only got male friends, but you cooking and you cleaning for them. So are you a female friend or are you a maid? Or just a bum-ass woman? That's what it is to me. What's a maternal role? What's that? Like, you know, you have the homegirl who will sit there. She'll, she'll cater to all the guys in the group. And stuff, and then always talk down about other women. You okay. Know, or be like, oh, I'm better than other women. No, you're not. You're just falling into that pattern. You know what I'm saying? With men, and you're still a pick me, but a pick me in a different circumstance. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like bum ass women do bum ass things, and bum ass thing is not taking care of your kids. The same thing with men, not taking care of your kids. Or if you got Gucci belts and stuff, and your kids are eating oodles and noodles and not even eating decent food, then you a bum. And your kids are walking around in Payless shoes and you walking around in Louboutins, you're a straight bum. That's what I consider a bum-ass woman. You know, my last bum-ass woman thing is if your man is cheating on the... If your man is cheating on you with another woman and you don't know that woman and you attack that woman, you a bum-ass woman. What about Absolutely. the woman that, that gets cheated Absolutely. on a man, take the dude back just to, just to cheat on him again, just to cheat on him, just to even it out? That's a bum-ass situation. <laughs> just a, that, yeah, that's a bum ass situation in general. That, that's that's just a bum ass situation. But um, let's start off with your man's Pat Beverly. Um, Pat Beverly. We need to game. start a petition for him. He need a job. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> so. Excuse the motorcycles in the back. You know, it's 90 degrees out of here today. So, you know, Boy. the nigging is going on. But um, Patrick Beverly and is on this ESPN uh, media tour, basically. <laughs> and um, he did a whole bunch of media this whole entire week. Um, the most telling thing is um, his oh. comments on Chris Paul. Um, oh. That's what a lot of people are, are, are kind of not feeling him for he basically called he called chris paul the cone he said nobody goes to sleep thinking about uh the next game they play against chris paul um but nobody thinks about patrick beverly at all this is the first time i ever heard of him honestly oh man i'm with drizzy i never watch espn this much like i did this week it was amazing <laughs> yo, yo the first three days of this week was the was was the was the best part of this week, and it's because I was tuning in the first take and get up, and Jay Will and all. I was watching all of it. Yeah, I was the only two because you and Drizzy was the only two because I was just like, this is rude. And the thing is, somebody of Patrick Beverly's Pat Beverly's um, caliber shouldn't even fix his mouth to say anything about Chris Paul. And that's exactly what Matt Barnes said. Matt Barnes pretty much G checked him was like, hey. And he's right. Like, Kendrick Perkins to speak? Hmm? Well Kendrick Perkins did what but Kendrick Perkins, at the end of the day, when he had his when he had his time in the sun, he was somebody who was heralded as 
a, a above average player. Boston Celtics don't win that ring without Kendrick Perkins. They don't. They don't. Was, come on. They don't. Without, Matt, you, watch, you watch the series, bro. Like, he's a role player. Pat Bev's a role player. Kendrick Perkins is a role player. If we can listen like to JJ Reddick, Jay like Wills, impact, but he had more of an impact on those Celtic teams. The two, the when the Celtic teams won the, the championship, but when they went back to the finals the next year, I think they went to the finals the next two years, right? I think it was. No, they they missed the next no. year. Orlando they, went. Oh right, then, right, 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 And then right. they went the following year. Kendrick Perkins, I think, messed up his was knee. Hurt. Yeah, Perkins was hurt. Yeah, but I feel, but I, I feel like Kendrick Perkins, like. He was a, more than a role player on that team. Patrick Beverly is a role player. He's talking above his league. There's a lot of role players that got shows. You know, Matt Barnes, for one, mm-hmm. he has a show. That's why he said he's one. He's like me. But you can speak on – it's not nothing to get on Matt Barnes or nothing because I love all the smoke. I, I listen to it and I watch it. But to say that he has no merit to have an opinion, I don't agree with that. Granted, what he's saying about Chris Paul is a lot personal than it is, like, an opinion. Now, I think that's what made it that much entertaining. Somebody out here but, is participating in bum-ass behavior. They're playing R. Kelly music out loud, out loud on a Saturday afternoon. Like, who does that? With Jesus and everybody can hear. <laughs> Pat Bev. No, I don't. I don't know how to talk. <laughs> but, but yes, Pat Bev is a role player. Um, he should not so be Matt talking. Barnes. So is Matt Barnes. So is JJ but, Reddick. So yes. is Richard Jefferson. Yes. So is Jay Will to one point. So he hurt his leg and or whatever the case may be. He didn't even really have much of a run in, in the league because he, you know, that motorcycle accident. There's a lot of role players that get these ESPN and Fox Sports jobs. Right. So, I mean, I can't ones, just sit those, there and yeah, say, those are the ones that that's going to pretty much get them all the time because ESPN is and, and Fox Sports are always looking for those players because those players have more of an inside to the game because they've been watching a lot of the game. My thing not- is with Pat, what Pat Bev said about Chris Paul is kind of borderline disrespectful in a way. Oh, definitely. But, but he wasn't all the way wrong. He wasn't all the way wrong about the, a lot of the other stuff he was saying. Even some of the Chris Paul shit. I don't think he's yeah. all the way wrong. I don't. I let like if you watch the tape, Dallas put pick and rolls to attack Chris Paul because Chris Paul could not guard Jalen Brunson. He could not guard Luka Doncic. So in order, in in, in all, all honesty, I'm not saying Chris Paul is a cone, but can Chris Paul guard a lot of these guards or you know the, these offensive players to the capacity of once he used to when he was on like New Orleans and the Clippers? No. So could he be seen as, like, lunch? Yes. So what he said wasn't entirely wrong. It was how he said it that made it so disrespectful or so, like, "Ah, we're not going to listen to it. We're going to disregard it because it's bad. I feel like – I feel like – I get what you're saying, Matt. It wasn't completely – it wasn't completely wrong, but it wasn't – it's like, all right, trust the messenger in a way. You get what I'm saying? Like, you take certain criticisms from certain people because they are either they've played to that level, you get what I'm saying? They have the rings or something to show for it, or they've analyzed this for years and years. My problem with what Patrick Beverly said, it was just like, you, you can't do nothing against Chris Paul. Hey, so you, 40 on you. Yeah, what? 
How many times? Like, you, you, you're doing this to now Chris Paul. You're not doing this to Chris Paul 10 years ago. I think, yeah. You're not doing this to Chris Paul five years ago. You're not doing this to Chris Paul three. this year. Or even three. <laughs> not doing that to be honest with you, the Phoenix Suns as a whole are not the team they were last year. And that team last year collapsed in the finals. They collapsed because that Giannis and, and that Giannis team last year was a mediocre team. And they ran they won the championships. And they were one of the most mediocre championship teams I've seen in a long time. Lord, injuries. That was a COVID-stricken playoffs, boy. That's how I viewed it. But from that's what I said. I kind of that, that, that we, you're not gonna deny that that you. I'm not. We, we're not gonna strip. We're not gonna do that. We're I'm not. not. Do that. But I'm. But this is what I'm saying. What I kind of agree with what Pat Bev was saying. He's okay. saying that we're looking at this Phoenix team, and even he even shut me up, and I kind of got and and I owe Savior an apology about this because remember me and her went back and forth about this last year when I was saying something like Kobe birthed two light-skinned assassins, one being um, Jason Tatum and the other being Devin Booker, right? And Pat Bev basically said, what has he accomplished, right? He made the playoffs the first time last year. If the Clippers aren't hurt, if, if, if the Lakers aren't hurt, are they making the finals? We don't know that. So you're basically taking that same team that had the same core players for a while doing the same core system. You just added Chris Paul. They're supposed to win 60-something games or 50-something games. They've been together long enough. But are they something, are they like dominant to the to the to the extent of what we look at, how we look at like uh damn, I can't even like I well right now, like the Boston Celtics or a Miami Heat team, where you look at them like, yeah, that's a that's a championship type team. Can we look at Phoenix and say, well, that was a championship team? Or are I we just did. yeah, like are we I just heralding did. them because of what they accomplished last year? I think they are a great season team. They are not a great playoff team. I feel like their path to the to the finals last year was kind of peppered with COVID and different mm-hmm. circumstances. You know, and I don't want to ever diminish that they're what they did or, or how they played their way through. Um, but I, I don't me honestly, it's hard for me to see the Miami Heat as a championship caliber caliber team as well. I don't know if it's imposter syndrome. I feel like Jimmy Butler suffers from imposter syndrome. Like he sometimes forgets that he who he should be. You get what I'm saying? Like for me honestly, that's why it's hard for me to look at the Miami Heat and see them more than what they are. Um, the Boston Celtics, to me, I, I still have a hard time seeing them as a championship caliber team, too. I don't know what it is. I don't know, what, but I get what you're saying. With the Phoenix Suns, especially, when you look at that team, they look like a solid team on paper, you know, on record. You know what I'm saying? They, they dominated, I, they dominated the, the, um, the regular season. But it feels as if you know, they get lucky on good nights. And then on bad, they're, when they're good, they're great. When they're bad, they're terrible. Yeah, because it makes you look at them like, damn. If New Orleans was healthy, would Phoenix have gotten past New Orleans? That makes you think, because they went, they, they they struggled with New Orleans. They, they, they struggled badly with New they Orleans. Did. They did. So they did. it makes you sit there and think like, all right, New Orleans is going to get Zion next year. 
God willing, right? They're gonna get the New Orleans gonna get someone willing. I wouldn't put that on God, but someone willing. But and um, Denver is gonna get Jamal Murray and 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 Michael Porter Jr. back. So and then Kawhi and Paul George are gonna be healthy. You talking about little street clothes, Junior? Yeah, on the Clippers. Yeah, and and and. Jerry West willing, Anthony Davis should be healthy next year. <laughs> should be. We're 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 we're, we're past it. <laughs> we're past yeah, we are. But yeah, we're I done, can't deny. Anthony I Davis. feel like Golden State is more LA second team than the Clippers. Facts. Oh, facts. Light skinned Jesus. Praise him. Mm. And let me tell you something. Luca, Luca, and the Luca is never going to see. Pass the eat the Western Conference Finals until they get a better system around him. I like what Jason Kidd is doing though. I feel like they're one piece away from being dominant. I think they're more than one piece away from being dominant. That's what I I, I feel like they've been outclassed these two past games. I feel oh, like yeah. that, hero, that hero ball after a while that gets daunting, taking games on your shoulders and having to kind of push past, push past, push past. You know, it works with this. It works with a certain series, and it's not going to work with this series. Um, at the end of the day, with Luca, you need solid defensive presence. Or you need more big men. You need more bodies on that court. And they he need to play that. defense. That's mainly he what it is. Play, he needs to play defense he, too. He needs to play when defense. People him playing defense. They are completely outmatched. Lord people knows. thought that this. I, I think it was Dre who, who bumped his head and was like. That the Golden State Warriors gonna have a hard time this season, this series, and I was like, "No, they're not." I knew that from Gate. No, I can we can we all revel on the fact that we was all right last week when we was like, "Yo, Dallas is gonna beat Phoenix." Like, I think he was dying on that. I'm like, "Yo, Dallas is gonna beat Phoenix." Yeah, I no, said I that, that. But you know how I knew that because I go back to that that first series. If Phoenix is having trouble with a team that had. No type of superstar presence, and Brandon Ingram is not a superstar. Brandon Ingram is a star. He's Brandon Ingram there. is a star. He's getting there. I'll give him that. But yeah. he is not a superstar, right? If you are having trouble with a team like that, with a team full of of fresh out of college all stars, I'm not even going to call them G League all stars. Yeah. Fresh out of college, <laughs> you were disrespectful. Um, I love like, it. All, Keep going. <laughs> what are you going to do? With a team that has a solidified star, uh, a pretty decent system, and that's pretty much gonna knock down all the, all, all their shots when they're hot. Oh yeah, nothing. That, You're not gonna do that. nothing with them. And then, not to I, mention, Phoenix is soft. Let, 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 let's I've keep it all been saying that. Phoenix is, saying is, that. is soft, like softer than like pillows in Bed Bath and Beyond. Like, and they are and soft. Those are like, really soft. For fifteen ninety nine, I know they got to sell. What do you say? Um, like the Suns is probably one of the worst number one seeded teams that I've seen in in a while. Yes, Hell and yes. I'm not. And I'm the only reason I'm giving Philly a pass because Philly. No, playing, I'm not Philly. I'm sorry. No, no, not Philly. I'm about to say Philly don't get no pass in there. They don't get no. Philly wasn't the number one seed, so that's fine. But Are you talking about Phoenix? Uh, who's the number I wasn't going to say Miami, but I'm not giving Miami, Miami. a pass either. I'm not giving Miami a pass either because of what Tay just said, too. And I've been saying this about Jimmy Butler 
for a while. Jimmy Butler gets too passive and forgets that he should be the one taking over the game. He should not be the one, oh, magic, no, take over the game. I'm, I've been you, saying this. I was you say this Jimmy Butler's, I say bam. I feel like That's more should be expected. Like, I hear you, but I feel like more should be expected for bam. Right. Being that he's the number two type captain on that team, he's the one that everybody's regarding on that franchise right now. Say if Jimmy Butler was to get hurt, who will be next in command? They will be leaning to Bam, right? So this is what I'm saying. I feel like more should be on Bam. Bam should be doing more than just guarding. He needs to develop his skill more. He needs to be more of a Pascal Siakam, who gets more who get who gets a lot of respect for me, right? Kyle Lowry's hurt. We know that. P.J. Tucker just got hurt the other night. I don't even know if he's playing tonight. Um, I don't understand what's going on with Duncan Robinson, why he's not playing. I like Struess, but let's be clear. Struess is going to have nights where he's not going to be able to pull off all the stuff that he's been pulling off, even though I'm kind of betting my money on it that he has the highest three-point percentage in that game. You know, but I'm just saying. My whole thing with Phoenix, their window – is closed and I, I said this i said this a little bit in part or after the year a lot of these western teams were not healthy one for last year two a lot of these young stars i know were going to come into their own i was warning people about memphis last year <laughs> like what they did to steph and go to state last year i'm like huh Everybody was talking about Zion, and and, and 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 granted, we haven't seen too much of Zion. I still say he has a lot to prove for me to say that he's not a bust. He's pretty decent, but we got to see what he does now that the light is shining on New Orleans, and, they, and, and they're fully capable of making the playoffs. He has to stay healthy. He has to stay, he has to stay dedicated. So you got – that New Orleans team that is coming into their own with that trade that they got CJ McCollum with the with with the new coach that they have in place. I love the way New Orleans is playing. Memphis is dogs. They are coming. I don't care what nobody say. They are coming. And contracts ain't really going to mess with that team for another two years because a lot of them are young. Right. They and are coming. And I think that's their window. The two years – because I think after this season, Golden State has one more season to where people are kind of like, hey, wait a, wait a minute. Yeah. Light skinned bad bitches in the West is, is still running the West. Um, because I honestly believe if John Morant learns how to control his body and the rest of that team kind of settles in. And they don't make any significant move. Like I didn't like Valanciunas being traded to. Uh, I, to I like Stephen Adams for that team because he, he he's a dog too, yeah. but he's getting that, old. Valanciunas stretches that 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 exactly. offense out, and Jock can run and do whatever he wants. And then there's a liability on offense because Stephen Adams is not an offensive player. Right, Valanciunas, you could drop the ball down to and. Exactly. Like him and Jaron Jackson together in that paint would have been crazy. Exactly. Right? It would have been crazy. So now if I'm looking at, if I'm Memphis, I'm probably looking at, hmm, we can probably get another big. <laughs> we can probably get one more big. Um, on the cheap. 
on the cheap. Free agency is going to be crazy. Like, that's what I'm saying. They can offer Mitchell Robinson if they get a boogie. Nah, if they get a boogie cousin, bro. Even that. Look at all the centers you got on the. On, on the on the chop not the chopping block but going in free agents you got Mitchell Robinson you got Boogie you got Drummond you got Nick Claxton you got a lot of got a lot of decent bigs that can fit that dog mentality and again they're young and hungry if Golden State don't win the championship this year I find it I find the cause to pause to think that maybe their window is closing and and they're not going to be able to win the championship again why because they are healthy they're only missing one player. Granted, granted, I'm sorry. That that has to be that has to be Randy. <laughs> that's not. That's definitely that's that's definitely that's, definitely got to be Randy. That has to be Randy. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, in, in general, is Golden State is healthy now. Granted, Clay Thompson is not the Clay Thompson that we remember, and give a one season he might be he might be back, but. Mm-hmm. Golden State got some choice. They got some decisions they got to make because a lot of these players are going to want money. Jordan Poole for one, Gary Payton for for another, uh, 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 Kaminga for another, uh, Wiseman. Even though he hasn't played, and again they got their window. I feel like their window is this year. If they don't win the championship this year, they're going to have a spooky time next year because all these Western Conference teams that are going to be back next year. It's, it's gonna be spooky for. I honestly think it's gonna be spooky for the West next year. Anyway, going into mm-hmm. the championship rounds, I don't think the East. But I, I don't think any of the Eastern Conference teams can handle Golden State. Uh, it's well coached. If to Go- me. yeah, I think that if Golden State is to lose, and they lose to, uh, and they lose to one of the um, those Eastern Conference teams, it would have to be like. Like Eric Spolcher will have to coach the the series of his life, um, and Boston would have to play so much defense to to the point where where like the Golden State Warriors give up. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and and, and like I said, I, this is gonna be real spooky next year for the Western Conference. I I, I look to that Denver team; they're not an easy out. They weren't an easy out this year, but. Right. I feel if Jamal Murray's playing or you know Michael Porter Michael Porter's playing, go to state is gonna really have would have really had trouble with beating that 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 Denver team. And like I said, Ja got hurt. So that also leads you to think if Ja's playing, are they are they defeating Memphis that easy like how they did? Yeah, you know it makes you think, and Dallas might even be coming back because I don't. Honestly, still, you still think they? You still think they? They run through Memphis with Ja playing? Hell no, I do. I don't think so. You don't like really? you, you? don't think Ja's the truth? I ain't say all that, but all I'm saying is they have to. They um, what I'm saying is the experience that Golden State has that core is still together. You can say it's harder to it's good to see talent, but chemistry means so much more. And they're not ready yet. I'm not saying that that Ja is isn't potentially the, the, the next face of the league, but I don't I, I still think they get run through. Oh, that's being that you said that, right? I have to ask this question because 
I've been, you know, I got my own personal, you know, lunchroom chat that I'm in, right? And we've been having this conversation, right? Where a lot of them are feeling like the league is giving, like the league is choosing Luca to be the fix. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, it's hard to say that Luke is going to be the face when you got players like Giannis that are that are dominating, and you got players like Ja who's breaking through. So, do y'all feel like the next space is going to be Luca, or do you think it's going to be Giannis, or do you think it's going to be Ja? Luca's the next, the great white right hope. Damn, I didn't want to go racial with that. Do you like? No, I don't think it's in a, I don't think it's not in a racial sense. If you're comparing bro, if everybody's comparing bro to Larry Bird, yeah, it, we're not going to be like, oh yeah, he's the great um, Sylvanian hope. No, he's the, the great white hope. My thing is, and I, I when I thought about it after I said it, uh, like in a couple years, again, you still have Giannis, in the you still have Giannis in the league. You still have Embiid in the in the league. Um, Nobody got to worry about no Embiid. You still have MVP Embiid. He should have got it. But... Let me tell you something. He got disrespected by not getting the MVP. That's, That's the number one. Absolutely. To be honest with you, Jokic did not deserve that MVP this year. Not so uh, impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year, last year, yeah. This That's... year, nah. Right. The only thing that saved Jokic is his numbers, bro. The only person not necessarily is just his numbers, though. Michael Porter Jr. being out and yeah. Jamal Murray being out too. I don't and know he that, beat it. They, they, they also knew that at the beginning of the year that these guys were going to be out too. Yeah. Nobody knew if, if Ben Simmons was was going to play at all this season, which he ended up not playing. Nobody took into account. Oh, maybe we will get Ben um, James Harden. I think the and James Harden, Harden trade. Yeah, that too. I think James Harden, the James Harden trade kind of tipped the scales of, of the, the I MVP. I think that fucked them. That fucked yeah, them. Yeah, for man. sure. That, nobody wants to admit it. And, no, and, and it's crazy. Pete does not want to admit that I was right. But the I agree with you here, Jack, too, about Houston and OKC being kind of scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, like, that's like five oh, years. Yeah. That's like five years from now. Not even two, three. I say five. I say five. I say five. I gotta give them five because if you're picking up bigs, they already have the guards. If you're picking up bigs, you gotta give the bigs time. So Bro, I'm, I think I'm they're gonna five. be in the play-in within the next two years. Houston's gonna be playing. Players. Houston's gonna be playing next year. They just gotta get rid of John Wall. That's the problem. They 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 really gotta get rid of John Wall. I feel like it's gonna be some type of a swap between Russell Russell Westbrook and um I was about to call him man Russell Wilson, but Russell Westbrook and John Wall, which is Preferably the same type player. It's just a matter of like no Russell Westbrook like that. What? Yeah, by calling him Russell Wilson, or are you saying like they're the same player? Yeah, that's the same. Which, player. You want to hear why I think that they're the same player, but like virtually the same player? Go ahead, Pat Bev. All right, you Matt both... do remind me of like Pat Bev. Like when I, I, I you know, I was thinking about it when we. We kind of played a little bit of one on one when you was Bob. Yeah, you some Pat. You a Pat Bevan, I think for sure. I know. Like, don't me, you I talk, been, me and you would have been brawling, bro. Like, I talk. <laughs> I talk a lot of shit, especially when I'm. Oh, on it. I feel like I'm more of a defensive mind player than I am a, a offensive player, even though I'm capable of scoring. But yeah, I, 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 I honor that. I like that. I like that comparison. I will take that. Um, but 
So you don't well, be Gary Payton. You don't be Gary Payton. You won't be. You won't be Pat Bev. Yeah, I mean, I idol. I idol Gary Payton. I like Gary Payton. I was. I'm. That's why I want Gary Payton Jr. to be on Brooklyn Nets so so bad. But um, why? So he, can be, so he can be a part of another disappointing team. So he cannot play. So he cannot play. Golden State is not a disappointing team. They're up two zero right now. They're not. That's not. No, I meant so he could be a part of that disappointing team. It's too soon for this. We, we got all summer. No, it's never too soon. It's, we got all summer for you to shit on Brooklyn saying, and, yeah, and no, kill my the, hopes. The more, that, the, the more this goes on, the, the lesser I've spoken about it. <laughs> God, right. I give you that. But John Wall, Russell Westbrook, why do I virtually think so you know, Just so you know, the Brooklyn, Met, the Brooklyn Nets are a very mediocre, overrated team, too. I feel I like Giannis know. and company, and then you know how I feel about Giannis already. The Milwaukee Bucks would have steamrolled them. You say that, and I and I honestly believe that all is right in the world when it comes to NBA to the NBA. Because what would have happened last year happened this year. I'm just saying what I what I'm saying. But um, it's neither here nor there, right? Boom, John Wall and Russell Westbrook. Why do I think that they're the same player? They're both point guards that turn over the ball a lot. One, their decision making is questionable. Two, three, they're they're point guards that can't shoot worth a damn, and their bread and butter is trying to get to the lane and get to the free throw line. So that's virtually why I say when you're get, if you trade either one, you're technically getting the same type of a player. The difference in 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 all of that, I feel like John Wall fits more in a in a system than Russell Westbrook would, because Russell Westbrook has to run the show. I feel like John Wall can move off ball better than Russell Westbrook. That's it. But other than that, they're virtually the same type player. I just hate the disrespect for Russell Westbrook, though. I, I, I'm he not one, He had one bad season. You talking about me disrespecting him? I, 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 I like Westbrook. Really? You wouldn't have been able to really? tell with all the Bukak you, um, you popped all season. You got to understand, this is coming from a, a fan of the Lakers. I like the Lakers. So it's like hard for me to see a player play as bad as he's been playing. I've only been to the Lakers player. one time in my life, and that's during the pandemic. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I was never what? a Lakers fan. I was never I was never a fan of any of that. I like Kobe's mentality as he got older because I feel like it mirrored a lot of mine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that tenacity to always, you know, perform at your best. But to sit here and be phony and be like, oh, I was a big Lakers fan. I can never say that. I've been a Lakers fan since Glenn Rice. I'm sorry for you. And Nick Van Exel. I like I I, I studied Laker tapes. So it's like my uncle showed me nothing but Laker tapes. All them old ass Laker tapes. All right, just, nah, we're, we're not giving right, the, Coach the Nets any the smoke all summer, but if they don't make no moves, significant moves. We'll see something because the draft is coming up. Oh, yeah, they don't have no picks. They have the 27th the pick. Knicks, I'm sorry. The Knicks can't they buy a number pick. one. The Knicks can't buy a top five pick. You know why? Because they, they, they've they ran out of um, chances. The NBA guys are like, y'all don't know what to do with these top five picks. So we're going to keep y'all under like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, they, they see the what y'all need to focus on and getting rid of Julius. Julius the most productive thing he's done in years. Who? 
Damian Lillard. He was at the draft. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't watch the draft. I didn't watch the lottery series. <laughs> oh, he had something to say about Patrick Bev, too, though. Yo, I mean, like a lot of people who's getting that Pat Bev. And I don't honestly, I honestly don't, I don't disagree with a lot of things that he said. Hey, has Damian Lillard made an all NBA team? I'm not too sure. You gotta give me a minute for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look that up. Because Pat Bev made all defense two times. So. A couple times. Yeah. My man say he the best defensive player. So, if, we really, if we really doing this, it's gonna Yo! sound crazy. It's gonna sound crazy, and I'm gonna get smoked for it. But Patrick Beverly and David Lillard, damn, the same nigga. Just one play a lot of defense. You gotta relax. You got to relax. My man said he when Pat Bev is holding, it feels like Giannis is holding. You. That's what my man. No, 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 no. Yes, that's, that's, what exact, that's what I'm going to send you the clip. That's, that's exactly what, what he said. He, no, he said that's what advanced analytics says. Because Yo. Giannis has the best defensive efficiency in the league. He said that's he what, has the higher. He said he has the highest. No, Giannis he has, he has it right behind him. Tell me why but. I can't get with today's NBA. Because it's just so corny. Like, the thing, like, these personalities are just so whack to me. Like... Patrick Beverly needs to sit down. Matt Barnes is 100% correct. That <laughs> was funny, though. Everybody's saying how Giannis could fit in the 90s NBA. No, he could not. Anthony Davis is trash. The best thing about the NBA is is the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. And LeBron and the- about to beat the scoring record. <laughs> the scoring record, that's about it. <laughs> I really wish we was together watching first take. That shit would have been so been carrying funny. a league on his back when he was 18 years old. And now it's got to a point where they want Luka Doncic. Oh, who reminds shit. me kind of of a, a mix between like a um Tony Parker with better skills. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what? You said Tony Parker and who? With better skills. Oh, my God. I don't feel um, drizzy. I don't feel bad for the Knicks anymore. The Knicks are cursed. As long as that their whole ass owner still have them, I don't. You won't let me pee on his desk, though. Yeah, it's going to be sad when LeBron leaves the league. Because if y'all looking at Giannis and Luka, and um, because you can't even say KD, you can't even say Dame, you can't even say none of these guys. You can't even say Steph Curry because these are all big veterans. They're playing in their 10-plus years now. I didn't even realize Dame was in the league that long. I don't know how long he was in the league. It's been a while. I just know he never made the Western Conference Finals, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah, you know who's not going to make the Western Conference Finals again? Luca. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. John Morant, not next year. You think so? Not next year. I don't know about next year, but I, I feel like he's going. I feel like I, LeBron won that swan song. We keep start. We're not talking about LeBron anymore. I don't think he started, started doing, swan start song. doing his shit when nobody talk about him. Not with that team. They are not most of them, most of those contracts are expired anyway. So I'm well aware of that, but still got Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. So not with that team. And you're still get you're getting a brand new coach, and from what I've heard about the coaching search, I'm not happy about it. Hold on, listen, listen. What they're asking is that because the Lakers seem to be in on Russell Westbrook because they kind of understand Russell Westbrook had a fifty million dollar deal. What you gonna do with it? 
they're asking the coach, hey, how would you integrate Russell Westbrook into your system? And that's how they're kind of trying to pick their coach. So LeBron James is going to be LeBron James in general. Anthony Davis, he – He's gonna you know, be injured the whole Yeah, he's gonna be bound he's gonna be bound to be hurt at, at by all star break. So, so look at mad fly on the bench. Look at mad fly his feet closed. Unibrown matching the sunglasses just on point. <laughs> Who's more flyer, Ben Simmons or Anthony Davis? <laughs> ben Simmons. Ben, ben Simmons no. and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has had too much time on the bench to not be fly. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand it. I, I would have color coordinated with the team at least. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, real quick. So who do y'all got going to the finals? I know we all agreed that the Warriors are going, but out of the East, who you guys got going? Huh? We all agree on the Warriors going to the finals, but who yeah. who else is going? And I was saying I was saying that from the beginning of the the beginning of the season. You said that at the beginning. Yes, you guys both said it at the beginning of the season. I will not, like I said, I'll, I'll not discuss it. Also said, said and it. I also said the Boston Celtics at the beginning of the season as well. I didn't believe the Boston Celtics. I ain't hold you because they started playing shaky. I said the Celtics, Celtics Warriors finals. That's what I said at the beginning of the, of the series, the season. Are you stick, sticking with that, though? Mm-hmm. I'll stick with that. Okay. I, I, mean, like, I feel like the Miami Heat, I feel like the Miami Heat, they, 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 that team was like, you know, they got something with them. I can see them doing this, and then they don't. Yeah. I got Miami. I still got Miami versus versus um, Golden State, and I think Golden State wins that matchup. I, Golden State is probably going to win the championship in general, but Miami and Golden State is still still my pick. I've been picking Miami the last couple of years. And yeah, they got to the finals. They got trounced the last year in the playoffs, but and this year they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, uh, I think Boston makes the finals because mm-hmm. I feel like Miami's too hurt, uh, especially because you don't know what you're gonna get if PJ Tucker's gonna play or not. Uh, Kyle Lowry still has that hamstring, and if we have learned anything with James Harden with these hamstring injuries, we don't know what to expect. So if they're not fully healthy, I don't see them getting past this Boston team who is literally is like a mirror to them, just a lot taller, but they don't have those dry spells on, on offense like Miami has, and they have that way too much. So I'm going with Boston. Boston and Golden State will go to state winning it because they ain't got no answer for light skin Jesus. That's yeah, not that good. Golden State is gonna win the championship. Uh barring anything extracurricular happening, like Draymond Facts. doing Draymond stuff. Like technicals and getting but, suspended games or I can't injuries. even see them losing in that aspect either. Hmm. Hmm. I can see them. I don't know if they beat Boston without Draymond, though. I don't think they beat Boston right. without Draymond. But I, I don't see them getting smacked by Boston. Boston's a good team, but they're good for the East. Mm. Okay. Okay. They match them on three point shooting, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So, some football news. 
Um, real quick, because I didn't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers until um, until training start, but I feel the need that we have to now. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, right? Do you see them making trips back to um, being the, the the teams to beat in the NFC? Do you see their teams being the teams to beat in the NFC this year? What's going on with you? Who, who, who are you asking? You asking me? I'm, 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 I'm asking you. No, I'm asking you. I'm, what type of car do you drive? It got to be a, Su- uh, a Subaru. It has to be. No, I, oh, I have a, I have a Kia. Even worse. Sport. Kia. What? Ta- what type of Kia? I'm not asking for your license plate oh. registration. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, I have a Kia. I have a Kia Forte. Okay. You have a Kia for for, for Tavia? That's what you just said. No, I have a Kia Forte. It's a Forte. Yeah. For oh, for Tavia, I got you. You know what? Tavia, you know what? Tavia's not gonna drive a Kia. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yo, she only drives the Lamborghinis. And Range Listen, Rovers. She no, no. no Nissan. Even... I like Nissan. I like Honda. Tavia, Tavia don't got to do her own driving. She has somebody drive for her. That's, That's right. a fact. And okay, I need an answer to my question. Um, I, I see, I see, I see the Buccaneers possibly being a contender, being a force. Uh, because again, you have Tom Brady. You have a team that is going to be constructed to be uh, contenders because that's what Tom Brady teams are. I do not see the Green Bay Packers being contenders simply because they traded away their whole team to afford being able to keep Aaron Rodgers. They're going to make Aaron Rodgers do it with the most threadbare team I think he's ever had. He's ever had, and I don't know if that's going to be possible. I don't see outside of Tom Brady miraculously becoming old, um, and as much as I may personally hate the man as a fan – the truth is what the truth is. He has not played like an old man quarterback. He has not played like he doesn't have the ability to still be an elite quarterback at all, even at his age. So as long as they protect him and as long as he plays like he's been playing the last couple of years, I do see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers still being contenders long into the year and possibly even being a playoff team. But for the Green Bay Packers, because you require Aaron Rodgers to win a lot of games on his own. And I don't know if he can do that for an entire season. Queen. Um, hmm. For some reason, I don't feel it this year for the Bucks. I do, however, feel like the Packers. I feel like I don't. For some reason, I don't think it's, it's going to come down to Packers Bucks. If it does, I'd be surprised. But I also see the the champion coming out of this year coming from the AFC. Sure. After last year's performances by the AFC, I I can see that. And they I got better. That. The, the AFC, AFC got better. A lot better. A lot better. Matt, are you there? You know. This is what I'm saying. Like you mm-hmm. have, you have um, 
sorry. You have teams like the Bills were a play away from the Super Bowl. And I feel if the Bills played that Super Bowl, the Bills would have been Super Bowl champions. I feel honestly the Buffalo Bills may be the, the Super Bowl champions this year. This coming year. So I'm I don't know. I don't I don't feel Kansas City is the Kansas City of old. I feel like can't, the heyday of the Kansas City days are, are almost over, if not over. I'd be surprised if Kansas City gets past the Bulls, the Bills this year. Um, with the great, the NFC, I mean, the, the Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. And the Packers are going to do great until it gets to the, the playoffs. And that's when they get a little shaky. I feel like they, they are a better team this year than they were last year. Talk about the Packers. Um I do. I can see them being a better team this year. I can see um, – I don't think the Buccaneers are a better team. I don't – yeah, I don't see the Bucks being a better team. Um, I just feel like they got a little bit older, and this is not – I'm not talking about even Tom Brady. I'm talking about the team has gotten a little bit older. We, we really don't know what we're going to get from Gronk. Um they lost a couple of receivers. The offensive line was super shaky last year. Nobody wants to mention that either. They were. And it didn't get better either. And it didn't get better. Um, Tom Brady <laughs> threw a couple interceptions, but, you know, when you rush to throw the ball. Huh. I just, Aaron I just feel like – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dre. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just feel like these guys are getting older, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like – after a while, you can't expect them to do extraordinary things the same way that they did two, three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. Tom Brady is a man who retired for a little bit and came and, and decided, you know what, I still got a lot more, a little more gas in the tank. I can make it. Mm-hmm. That only takes you but so far. Yeah. I think the one thing that helps both of those teams is the fact that the NFC got considerably weaker this year. I don't think there are any real considerable threats. You know, you look at the AFC East, the biggest threat on paper is still the Dallas Cowboys on paper, but we all know what they are on paper and what they are in reality are two completely different things. I don't agree with that. I don't even think the Dallas Cowboys is the better team in the NFC East right now. I think they um, got better. Philly got better. I really don't. Yeah, Philly got better. I really do. Philly got better. Philly did get better as a team, but I don't trust Jalen Hurts, and it all goes through the quarterback. It all goes through that quarterback. I trust Dak Prescott more than I trust Jalen Hurts, Um, and that's and that's the only reason why I'm putting Dallas just a a hair ahead of Philly. Um, But I don't see anything any any scary teams in the NFC East. Uh, I don't see really any teams that are scary in the NFC West because you have, um, besides the Rams, besides the Rams, that's it. The Seahawks have gotten worse. I mean, the Cardinals, I apologize. But we don't know what's happening with the Kyler Murray situation over there. So you have Arizona, you have the Rams. You know, the Seahawks are not what they are not going to be anything close to what they used to be, or I believe even a contender, even if they were to get Baker Mayfield to come to Seattle, I still don't think they're as good of a contender as they were. Uh, with Russell Wilson there. And then when you look at the South, 
you know, you have Carolina, who still got a lot of missing pieces. They still don't know what they're doing with Christian McCaffrey. We still don't know what uh, Atlanta is. It's probably going to be a lot of bad things coming out of Atlanta. And we, we yeah, have no works. idea what – and we have no idea what New Orleans is right now. New Orleans has gotten um, a lot of question marks. And then when you talk about the NFC Central, you know, there's a lot of a lot of question marks there. The you know the, the Bears are eh. You know what is Justin Fields going to be? You know the Vi- this might be the one year the Vikings could probably try to pull something out. But there, it's it's the division, the conference, I should say, has gotten severely weaker. Really, right now, your top two teams in that entire conference are L.A. and Arizona. So it may bode well for Tom Brady to to uh, to chew up on a week on a week uh, NFC, and the same thing for Aaron Rodgers. That may be the one saving grace. But Tavy is one hundred percent right. The AFC is a monster. Um, you have multiple teams in the AFC who could be Super Bowl contenders this year. And I and I truly believe that the the Super Bowl will run through the AFC this year. Matt, I don't see Green Bay as a as a as a top team if he doesn't have really weapons to really throw to. Um, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, and granted, you know they are considered the favorites just because he's playing. I don't think that he that the Buccaneers are the best team in that in that conference. It still runs through the Rams. They practically got almost all their pieces. A couple people left because they got this ball left. Don't know what they're gonna do with um with OBJ. Don't know what they're gonna do with that. But they still got Cobb. I mean, not Cobb. Yeah, they still got Cooper Cup. So I mean, what what can you? You got Cooper Cup. You got Stratford. You got you got Aaron. You still got Aaron Donald. So you don't know like really <laughs> like what can you? What can you decipher? To compete with that team in in that conference, so I mean, I, I'm the the jury's out, not out on Green Bay yet or Tampa Bay. I don't expect big things for them. I I do expect them to be in playoff contention, but with you know Green Bay, I don't expect them to go far in the playoffs, and I don't really expect Tampa Bay to go far. I do agree with what everybody else is saying though. Like the AFC is is. is Whatever comes out of the AFC is the team to beat, in my opinion. And that's just how that goes. I mean, it, it, it's irrelevant to even talk about Tom Brady and, and, and Aaron Rodgers at this moment with all the good quarterbacks that you got in the AFC East and all the dominant teams that you got coming – not the AFC East, but the AFC. With all the quarterbacks you got coming out the AFC and all the teams that you got coming out of the AFC, it's kind of irrelevant to talk about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. This is a new day. It's a whole new day in the NFL, and and you're gonna see that in forefront going into this season. But you know that's when Tom usually does some of his best work. But no one's gotta talking have about help, him. Bro. Nobody thinks. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's talking help. about him. You know. You know, he's. But that's the thing. The one thing that I I I will always talk glowingly about Tom Brady is he has always made players around him rise to the occasion. Right, even players that were great have played better with Tom Brady than they did in other places. I mean, we saw Randy Moss go to another level when he played with New England, and he was no longer the Randy Moss of Minnesota, and yet 
Tom Brady and that team was able to find another gear, right? They've always been able to find another gear with a lot of these players. Uh, and I think everybody knows playing with Tom Brady is is almost a guaranteed run to the playoffs. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tom Brady has never missed the playoffs when he played a full season. Yeah, but um, we keep mentioning Tom Brady needs help. He needs help and needs help. Let's be for real. Most of them Super Bowl teams that were brought to out of the Patriots um, system. If you look at what um, they had, they had and look at what the Bucks had. The Bucks are still a better team than those Super Bowl contending um, Patriots teams. But the Patriots had a had a reliable defense and a more reliable offensive line than what he has right now. Yeah, but. We'll we'll just have to we'll just have to see. But as we all said, I think the Super Bowl runs through the AFC. Um, my final topic today: the XFL. Uh, they have reached a multi-year agreement to air all games on ESPN and other networks owned by uh, Mickey Mouse. So, with that being said, all forty regular season XFL games, two playoff semifinals, and a title game will appear on ESPN, ABC, and FX. It was revealed by Disney's Upfront, at Disney's Upfront event. The eight-team XFL is returning under new owners, Danny Garcia, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Jerry Cardinals, Redbird Capital Partners. Uh, So with this being said, the XFL having more spotlight than ever because you're on the big sports network ever, um, is this cause for concern for the NFL or is this just nothing? It's just another opportunity for for players to be seen. It's another opportunity for more players to be seen. I mean, it's good for the sport of football, but I don't feel like it's ever going to get to that level. I don't think it's designed to do that. (laughs) It's just a place for Baker Mayfield to go play. Because he damn sure don't belong in the NFL. (laughs) Baker Mayfield might go to Seattle when all said and done. Listen, Mike Vick just came back. He playing in that seven on seven league. Um, so is um, so is T.O. T.O. Yeah, uh, but Mike Vick just uh, just put his name in that. But listen, oh, here's why? the thing: because apparently they, they T.O. had a good season. Not 2005. Like it's 2022. Like hang it up. Mm. You know, I would say my biggest thing with this is. You know, most people would say this is more exposure, right? But also realize that this is cable television. ESPN, FX, all these things are cable networks, unless they get games on ABC, which I don't think is going to be the case. The original XFL, if I'm not mistaken, had a distribution deal through NBC. Yes. Which was a which was a broadcast station, which every, every television in the nation has NBC because it's part of the basic broadcast package ESPN and their related channels are not part of every basic broadcast package. And in some markets are only available through uh, an additional sports package. So it's, you know, it's a little less exposure, but it's a big name. It's a big get when you think about, okay, we had the first XFL, which had some kind of breakout names. And then the second one, which kind of got halted due to the way the world was going around, okay, through no fault of its own. 
and now you have the third iteration. For them to get something through Disney, it I, I think this more is banked on how profitable The Rock is uh, and, and, and who Dwayne Johnson has become in terms of being a marketable person. Um, and I think that really helped them. Uh, it's I really want to see what they're... Hold on. Go ahead, Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Garcia is a powerhouse amongst powerhouses. She does not get the attention and the recognition that she deserves. Um, she is a marketing and business mastermind. I feel as if whatever Danny De Garcia decides to put her energy towards is going to flourish and is going to grow. I feel as if she would not have invested into this if she doesn't feel that this was lucrative in some way, shape, or form. Now, do I feel like their their goal is to compete with the NFL? No. Do I feel that their goal is to provide a, a solid alternative? I didn't hear the end of it. And you know, and, and was that wait, was that on your side? That was on your side, Jay? Yeah, my mother moved the chair. Oh, okay. I didn't hear the end of what you were saying though. No, I said that it's a solid alternative. Okay. You know, and I'll be and I'll I'll be the first person to say that I one hundred percent outside of knowing who Danny Garcia is as a as a person in terms of knowing the name, the face, and that this you know, what she does for a living. Uh, I am the first person to 100% say that I do not, I am not knowledgeable at the, to the extent of Danny Garcia's uh, abilities and, and accolades. And I, I thank you, Tay, for, for putting that out there, right? Um, you know, because, you know, you are right when you say that, like at the end of the day, it, you know, she's going to go out there and she's going to do what she needs to do to make sure that this is profitable because she's not going to put her stake in it if it's not. I agree with Tay 100%. I don't think this has ever been something that needs to compete with the the NFL. The one, there are two things that this is. One, there is no doubt that football is the most popular sport across the country, and you can never go wrong with more football. If there's one thing that dominates the sports airwaves during the time when football's not – the NFL's not on TV, it's still football. So you're going to make money with football in terms from people watching it. But also think – how many college athletes that played football do not get drafted, right? How many people's and NFL careers end after one, two, or three years, and not even because of injury, just because the NFL and the standards that it has for its players are very high, and there are a lot um, of players that of a standards high. Or you mean on the court, on the field, right? No, on the field, the athletic standards are like oh, you know, because after three years, <laughs> no. You could get you could get drafted, you could get drafted as a first round running back, get signed to a three year deal, and at the end of the three years, you're like, you know, you're nothing anymore to to an NFL team. Um, and so there are a lot of players who don't get drafted, get drafted and don't get uh, get drafted, and are practice squatted and never get signed. And then there are players who get cut for no other reason than bloated rosters or you just don't fit the standard of what we want anymore for the team. So giving these people opportunities to either revitalize, rejuvenate, or get their career started when they never were given a chance in the NFL is going to be a major thing for the XFL. 
Matt, anything to add? All right, cool, cool. So, can I just say something before we wrap? Yes, ma'am. I feel as if when people have fandom of any sport, they take their fandom to a big extreme and they use the internet to talk about things based on assumptions and not facts. And they use their opinion to alienate others who are also given their opinion on things that they really don't know. So with that being said, if you feel empowered to contact me about anything related to fandoms and stuff, I'm telling you in public, don't do it. Because you will get expeditiously cursed out. My DMs are not open for questions, comments, concerns. And I say that in this platform because there's a lot of people who watch this platform who are a part of those communities. And I feel as if, you know, you make assumptions and that's fine. We're all human. We make assumptions. But please be responsible for the things that you're saying in public. And no, Matt, I'm not talking about you. I know I'm not in trouble. It's cool. Yeah. But be responsible with your platforms because people don't think before they post things online and they think that they're being internet advocates and they're really inflaming situations that they have nothing to do with or nothing they or they know nothing about. I feel as if when you are a woman of color in any type of business, you have a responsibility to be mindful of how you carry yourself in certain spaces. I'm talking about the women. Do not use your platform to downgrade any other women. You don't know what our, you don't know what our walks are. And then if you're a fan of something, leave these people's personal lives alone. I've seen people, you know, stalk. I've seen people um, publicize personal information. And I just use this to say stop. And that's all I'm going to say at this point. Yep. We're going to wrap it up right that, like that. So, hey, niece, for the voice of a general. My, my niece left. Your niece left already. Oh, snap. They got the same ear? Yeah, me and my mother wear the same color. Oh, jeez. Hi, hi, mom. Hey, mama. Hey, mama. <laughs> 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 Don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so, for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado, for BK Matt, for the queen, Queen Tay, it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace. <laughs>